two, three, four. In this podcast, you will only hear Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can't truly prepare for the junk that follows this song, but hey, we give it a try. So here's the Knights of Vader. Crystal Fox reports they are divided. For equal sequel, hate and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired. And their time is up, so here's the Knights of Vader. Most impressive. A big thank you to An Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. It is June 11th, 2019. My name is Zach Weber. And joining me today is the guy who I would have thought knew all the E3 secrets, but he only knows half of them, Mr. Zenger. Give me time. I'll get them all. And also, I'm here on Jedi business. <laughs> keeping it topical, folks. Keeping it topical. So just in case. What's you topical ha- about that? Nothing at all. Okay. If you haven't really been able to tell from the title of this episode, we're finally delving into Jedi Fallen Order, the video game that's about to come out this fall. We did not discuss it during our Star Wars Celebration coverage because, A, there really wasn't much to really talk about it outside of just the bare minimum. And then when we were going to talk about it, Zenger's like, no, E3, they'll talk more about it. And that's like a week and a half from now. So let's hold off talking about it. So I, as of now, I still don't know what episode I'm going to release this Thursday, if it'll be this one or if it'll be the off-topic, ep- the Pub Subs episode, uh, which I really want to call the episode that, the Pub Subs episode. Oh, but, man, I got to talk about that, like the creation of the Zinger, because that happened now. No, you got to wait for that, because I don't know. There's a good chance that this episode happens. This episode might come out before that episode. But now people are going to be like, oh, that explains the, um, the random post. I, I don't I, the people no, sorry sorry let me let me rephrase that the popular yeah. the, the irritatingly the irritating Zach to his very core popularity of the post there we go that's what happened yes I, I post Star Wars things in the Star Wars Facebook group Zanger posts a out of context picture of him making a sandwich and it gets like 15 likes and like everybody in the group commenting on it hell yeah I'll never be able to figure out the dynamics of the Facebook group. It's amazing what gains traction in there. Uh, Zinger gains traction in there. That's what it is. Yeah. Imagine if Force Ghost Jim posted in there. We'd be lost in this. Good God. (laughs) Just so many likes. But uh, no, Jedi Fallen Order comes out November 15th on, I think, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Not on Nintendo Switch because that is a system for children. Boo on that. <laughs> Boo on that, sir. They, they're they getting The Witcher. Sure. They are. <laughs> okay. All right. That word does not mean anything to me. It means stuff to people. I'm glad it does. I don't know how people, if people are even following this, because it seems like there's an unusual quietness about this game. There's not the same sort of like fervor that was behind Battlefront 2 or even 2015 Battlefront. I, I'd like to actually rename this game to a more accurate name. Uh-oh. Uh Jedi um Star Wars the Force Leashed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing about this game is that they've only released some footage of it. Like we've gotten one cinematic trailer, we've gotten one 
like 15 minute playthrough and it's of just the cinematic trailer basically yeah no because the cinematic trailer was like, <laughs> like like the very beginning of the game and then the second the gameplay thing is like it, it seems further along the narratives well okay the 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 second trailer they released that has surprised uh, to nobody saw Guerrero's in it. Yeah, I was surprised. That, well, I shouldn't be surprised, but I was surprised by that. So he's in it, and then it's like, oh, let's show you some gameplay from this exact moment. Well, that's the thing that, like, again, I'm not a huge gamer. Like, I all the I only buy like maybe two or three games a year. And I buy like mostly the AAA titles. Like I have my Battlefield, I have my Battlefront Two. Like I'll buy some weird things here and there, like Friday the Thirteenth, the game, or something that just kind of catches my eye. But it's not like I, I don't know. There's something about this game that's just kind of like not exciting. It's like been there, done that. It definitely is been there, done that. Ooh, you can download on desktop. Ooh, you can download um, wallpapers on their website for Fallen Order. Yeah. Interesting. Yay. <laughs> I, oh, also, if, if if you want another yay moment, um there's the whole Zinger likes um like Star Destroyers anywhere but in space. I'm sure that there's somebody out there, but um ATATs or ATAT like vehicles anywhere but on Hoth. So we got these ones that have grown like beards and stuff from just apparently <laughs> being in that deep of mud. Somehow, I don't know. It's like moss, right? They're on Kashyyyk. No, it's got like mud and stuff somehow caked on it too. Oh. I'm looking at an image. Oh, well, you and think they, you're... and they aren't at they because they got like they're built. They're the rebels little... ones. They're the ones from Rebels, like that weird sort of like in between design. Okay. That's at least what I think it is. If you know, uh, if you've watched Rebels, I think it was in seasons two and three, the walkers sat there, had like a different sort of like headpiece, and it's yeah. that instead of the like Empire and Return of the Jedi ones. Yeah. I'm more excited for a, n- a new Star Wars story that doesn't involve a main character, but on a gameplay level, it's like I just don't care about any of this. It's like, like the only moment so far I've seen in this that seems somewhat cool. And at the same time, it kind of detracts from the overall Star Wars saga. Is that apparently you have the ability to do the Kylo Ren thing and slow down, like blaster shots. Mm. And you, and the only part I thought was cool is that in one of the gameplay or that one gameplay thing for fifteen minutes, whoever's playing the game slows down the blaster, pulls the stormtrooper toward them, and then puts the stormtrooper between him and the blaster shot. And I thought that was cool. Yeah, you couldn't ever have done that in a game like I don't know. Force Unleashed? I mean, you couldn't just slide on blasters, but you could throw and do dumb things with stormtroopers. But that was the only thing you really couldn't do in the Force Unleashed. Because like, it like, didn't exist yet. Well, that's another thing, too. Is that, like, they took one of the most like unique, defining Force abilities of the sequel trilogy, and they're giving it to another character. It's like, why not let Kylo Ren have that? Like, that was so, like, that's one of the few moments The Force Awakens that I genuinely They liked. never really explained it, either. Well, what's there to explain? It's a Force power. Like, you don't need to explain it, though, but let it be at least a little unique. Not every single character needs to share the same abilities. Let some of them have tapped into the Force in different ways the other ones haven't. I mean, why not have this guy use the Force, like, be able to use a Force push so powerful that it just didn't go, oh, wait a second, that's right. Well, did you see that one shot in the game where he's, like, going through, like, I guess, different, like, 
oh god uh hallways and he literally does like a star killer like he like holds it he does like, a, like almost like a dragon ball goku thing and he pushes his waist like he like bends the metal backwards yeah like that's that that's like 110 percent force unleashed like because you yep. do that so many times in that game oh yeah but see the difference between this and force unleashed is when you do a force push in this game like half the environment doesn't crumble apart <laughs> yeah because you're not that powerful Yes. Also, I do like something. This is really random and weird. Where you, he uses the force pull to pull the stormtrooper into the lightsaber, like as he's holding it. Oh, yeah. It's just something I'm like, huh? That's cool. I haven't seen that in another game. Think about it for a minute. Yeah, I haven't seen that in another game, to the best of my knowledge. Oh well. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, because that. Okay, I don't want to repeat myself though. But yeah, it seemed, and even like as I'm watching the game. It's like there's not even much playing to it. It's like every other AAA title. You like walk a path, wipe out all the enemies in the courtyard, walk along another path, wipe out all the enemies in the courtyard. And they then need even, to stop building courtyards. Well, pretty much that's well, by courtyard, I mean just like an open space. And then, like, I know, like, even before this good celebration, they were really hyping the Purge Troopers. Like, the Purge Troopers are sent in, they're there to soften you up before the Inquisitors arrive. And I'm like, oh, and I watched the footage of him, like, taking on a purge trooper, and he wipes the purge trooper out, like, in three hits. And I'm like, oh, well, okay, that's exciting. Instead of taking two hits, it takes three. Whoa! Mario did it first. Also, I, I have to temporarily relinquish my, it's going to get canceled. Oh? To, it's going to get retconned. <laughs> and why is that, Zanger? Uh, because, I mean, this is pretty far along already, so them canceling it at this point, it's just like, you're just leaving money on the table. So it's more of, this will get retconned. Zanger, I told you it's going to happen. You're going to be like a Best Buy trying to buy it, and there'll be EA reps ripping it out of your hands as you walk out of the store. They're going to get your money, you're just not going to get a game. No, the best part is, I'll do it digitally, and they'll still somehow do it. <laughs> like, it'll be downloading all of a sudden, instead of going up percentage, it starts going down. <laughs> Oh god, Sanger's like, Ellie, our internet connection's broken. Not again. Uh, yeah, that's like again, uh, but again, I think we, we were talking about this before we started recording though. But they're gonna charge sixty bucks for this. And we, we were joking though, but like what, fifteen hours tops for the campaign? Is it is it does that have replayability to it? Is it something that so. that's gonna be like an interesting enough story to re I mean, Zach. Be honest with me. How many times have you replayed Battlefront 2? The campaign or the multiplayer? The campaign, of course. Once. I played it once. And I, I've had no... I, oh, let me rephrase that. I played it once, and then when the DLC came out, like the epilogue, I replayed the last mission with, like, Kylo Ren, and then played the... the, the uh, Yes, yeah, the epilogue. And then that was it. I've never played it. I think that was, like, before The Last Jedi came out. Interesting. I like the Battlefront 2 campaign. Now, now I, I've got another hot take. You want to? Uh, uh, you you want a hot take? I I I'll put gloves a, and like one of those like welding masks on for this one. I'm applying my like SPF like 200 right now. Good, good. Every, everyone at home should do the same. I'll, I'll give you a moment. Okay, cool. Why do we have to play as this kid? Why couldn't they have like one? Maybe, maybe I this okay. Also, people at home, I understand you're probably like, oh, Zinger's just just wishing this was Star Killer. 
<laughs> and yes, I do. I really do. But when you have, and not trying to make this a thing, but when you have generic white kid A and then generic white kid B, and they're one of them circular and one of them's this new kid, and it's like it's it's just when that description kind of makes meets both of their criterias, except for one's angsty and angry, and the other one is just angsty. I don't know I don't how know angry this angsty. guy is. Is he even he, angsty? Eh, sure. Let's go with that. He seems like. I don't know. Does he have character? I can't tell. But that's okay. That's the question, though. Is that like but why can't I, we just create our own character then? Why can't we because make it, it ha- because it has? That's one thing they did address in like the e e three thing. They're like it has because somebody asked like, oh, are we able to pick like our own ending like the Force Unleashed or like Revenge of the Sith or Kotor? And and they're like, no, this is a very firmly a a, a story we're telling first and the game second. Boom. Or, yeah. Yay. Well, it depends on what you're looking for, because like, I, like you were saying, Zinger, I was watching this stuff. You know, I but guess it's been done before. That's that's the thing. Well, it depends that, on what... And that's what everything is nowadays. It's been been there, done that. Nothing's original, because if it's original, it might disenfranchise someone. Yes, God forbid we maybe can create a character and kind of live vicariously through the character instead of vaguely looking like the character and doing it that way. I guess we should say the I need to lose ca- more weight. So I can look more like Starkiller again. <laughs> I guess I should say that the main character's name is Cal Kestis. That's no um, Galen Merrick. Or Starkiller or Vader's Secret Apprentice. Yes. Fun fact, folks, that was Zanger's uh, first choice to name his daughter. was Vader's Secret Apprentice, <laughs> but unfortunately it got shot down. Fortunately, Ellie was not on enough painkillers after the birth <laughs> to, to, to tell me no. Like, like you brought up with the fact that this guy is kind of like bland and generic. And I get that. A lot of that's intentionally baked into the character because he's meant to be like an empty avatar for players to kind of put themselves in. I get that. But it's the idea, too, that like we don't know what this guy's deal is. And you have to wonder, are they deliberately keeping things under wraps because, oh, maybe there's something really big in this game that happens. I'm not saying it's going to tie into like the rise of Skywalker or the Mandalorian or anything big like that. Or is it just the fact that this game's kind of like vacuous and empty? And that's, Um, that's what I'm afraid of. See, here's the thing. This, this game is treading on such hollow ground for me that it's really hard for me to be like anything but praising everything it does. Because one, it's a star, it's 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 a Star Wars game where you get to play as a Jedi, a la Force Unleashed. It's being done by Respawn, which I loved no end because of Titanfall and because like I don't know what it is about that game, but God dang it, do I love that game! And also, they did Apex Legends, which is Titanfall Light. <laughs> and by that, I mean we just stopped putting the Titans in, and it's kind of like that Fortnite game. Boo. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Boo? Um, but, boo earns? Boo earns? Yeah, yes, boo earns. Um, so, I, like I said, I want this to do good because I love Respawn. I love the idea. It's just, it's like, what you showed us kind of gave me this feeling of, okay, what else you got? Well, like, I don't, okay, I'm, like I've said before, I'm not a huge gamer. I don't really care about the gameplay all I want is an interesting story. But if this is going to be, again, like the Battlefront 2 campaign, I, I, I'm going to be so ticked off 
Then on November 15th, I get this game. And by Monday, the 18th, I've already finished it. It's like, oh, I'm going to be so angry. I would say by November 15th. <laughs> well, that's the only thing I'm afraid. Like, if let's say I, 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 I come home Friday, I play it like that evening for like four or five hours, play it for like another like six on Saturday. Another like four or five on Sunday. Like I honestly feel that like I will beat this game in a matter of a couple hours, and not because like oh I'm like devoting my entire like every waking second of that weekend to it. I think it's like Battlefront. There's really no reason to replay Battlefront unless you want to like re-experience the story. Well, that's the problem with a lot of games now, and this is going to be a whole thing that I want to discuss on Zygnus one day. Uh, have we already discussed that? God, we're getting. Too many episodes and too many random topics on that show now. Um, this if, if this game comes out, when this game comes out, it will be at a sixty dollars price tag. Yeah, you buy this game. Is there DLC? Is there other stuff coming up out for it? I'm going to go with no right now because I haven't specified or said anything. Yeah, you're that, right. No mention that, of DLC at all. That opens a whole can of worms on oh well, there's DLC, so you put out an incomplete game or you know this that or the other. It's it's one of those things to where does this game warrant a $60 price tag? Is there that much content in it? Cause you've got, and I understand this is comparing apples to weirdly shaped oranges. Um, and I'm going to mention again, and Zach won't care. You have something like the Witcher, which has hundred plus hours worth of content, tons of story, tons of stuff like that. I know this game isn't like that, but I mean, I, I I want something for my money. I don't want, and like I said, I love love Force Unleashed. But that was a game I beat in no time whatsoever. But I could go back and replay it because there was something strangely satisfying about playing that game. Well, it was also the fact that we never had gotten a game like that before in the Star Wars universe. I mean, you got games where you were a Jedi, but you didn't get one to where, like, you were blowing everything apart. Like, you were hands down in that game, for the most part, the most powerful person to, you know, be anywhere. Like, boss battles, anything else, it was like, yeah, yeah, challenging, but if you you were good enough, I mean, you were unstoppable. Like, that that, that, that was what was fun. Well, I think part of this, I remember the hype for The Force Unleashed. Because, like, like, that game was like, oh, God, that game got delayed so many times. And I remember, like, every single time being like, I remember, like, I think it was, like, Toy Fair 2006. They had, like, all the toys out. And, like, you'd see, like, you'd see, like, this random character who would eventually turn out to be Galen Merrick. They'd have a couple of the Stormtroopers, Maris Brood. And they'd have, like, the half, like, like decimated Vader. And it was like, oh, my Lord, like, what's, what's, what's happening there? And then, like, the game doesn't come out. Like, I think the game was, like, tentative release date was, like, 2007. 2007 comes, nothing happens, and the excuse is like, oh, they're having a hard time like encoding the game for the PlayStation 3, and then it was like, okay, then it's sure. coming out by... Well, that was the excuse they gave. They said like the Xbox version was like all ready to go, but it was the PlayStation that was giving them a hard time. If Who knows if that was true, and I remember reading it back like, in 2007. And then like the game comes out, and it was part of like another sort of like a... It was like a renaissance time in Star Wars. The prequels were over for the last three years, in all honesty, like Star Wars was kind of dormant. Like the Clone Wars just started, like a, like in the same like 
like a month earlier with the movie, it felt like something different. Plus, like you said, when you played the game, you were like you'd never been that much of a powerful character before. This was a, a, a monumental story taking place between it was a bridge story between episodes three and four. And you did get to interact in ways that that weren't like again, like I know people love like a lot of these things, like, oh, I'm a random like X-Wing pilot like, fighting for the Republic or for the the rebellion. Isn't this great? I'm like, no, this is boring. Dash Rendar is boring. And then it's like, oh, you're playing Yeah, Dash Rendar's a boring character. I don't hate him, but he's a boring character. Or let me say that. He's a character we've we've done him a hundred times. He's just a generic uh, smuggler that, that helps out the rebellion. So it was really cool to A play as a bad guy. And then two, the idea that you got to face Darth Vader. How many times in a Star Wars game prior to The Force Unleashed did we ever get to face off with Vader in a way that like you felt like there was actual stakes or you felt like, oh, it was something novel? Because anytime you faced off with Vader in any other video game, it was just Luke Skywalker and you knew what the conclusion was going to be. It's so there was a novel experience. No, it was the idea that like there was a like Star Wars: The Force Unleashed was a genuinely like novel game in Star Wars sense. I, I'm not talking about games at large in like 2008, but it really felt like something new, both like in a Star Wars like just mythology sense and in Star Wars gaming. And then like two years later, you have The Force Unleashed two, which is neat. I have no complaints with that game. It's really you short. Have two but- lightsabers, get it? And if they had a third one, you would have had three. I know, saying we got that Force Unleashed three who have had three lightsabers. Who wouldn't like using his foot is the third one. Is hopping nah, around in your mouth. <laughs> I think we've made that or, joke before. Or he 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 uses the force to just keep throwing it out, and it's like spinning around him, all crazy like. Ah, interesting. It's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's why I mean. I think with this though, the problem with this game is that a they're not telling us very much about it, which is never a good sign. The more the closer they keep things hidden. The more it's going to allow people to speculate, and then you have lofty expectations. And at the same time, same time too, by keeping things under wraps, you limit the hype. You're kind of like smothering the hype. And it's just, it feels like we've been there. It's another story about trying to build the rebellion. I don't think we need another story like that. We do not need another rebellion being forged together story. Well, I, I mean, thank, thank, thanks to Rogue One, Star Wars story. Um, it's kind of alluded to and something that's kind of been vaguely, I guess, pointed out in other media that the rebellion wasn't really a perfectly working order of, you know, we want the empire. It's like everyone had the same goal. It's just going about it was through different means. Like people want it done differently and everything or want it done. You know, there was extremists, there was stuff like that. And it makes it more interesting because it's something like, I guess we all assumed was a thing, but no one like 100% confirmed it till then. So I, I kind of like that. And it does make this story more interesting if they're like showing that. But at the same time, it's something that's, I guess, been done, been there, done that too. We've seen the different factions of the rebellion fight. We've seen that in Rebels. We've seen that in Rogue One. Well, we need more factions. We just need so many factions. The well, factions I sale. I guess, but at the same time, it's it's the idea. I'm it's sorry, the, I'm laughing at my own joke. I know. But the thing, though, is that, like, do we need another, like, I get it. Saul Guerrero was, like, this weird extremist that was floating around during this time period. And flew back to this game somehow. Well, yeah. Like, yeah this, like I said, I was kind of surprised, and I shouldn't have been when he showed up. But 
I feel like this is like I remember like before we knew anything about this game, like we kept hearing things about like the main character's name being like Cal. Everyone's like, oh, like Kanan or Caleb. It's the idea of, oh, this is like rebels all over again. And it feels like that. We have a a Jedi who wasn't trained like a hundred percent trying like like getting back to his Jedi roots and trying to fight the Empire. This feels like yeah. Kanan's story all over again, but with a different character. It's gonna be revealed that it is Kanan. Uh, uh, Cal Calrissian is uh, Kanan Jarus. Yes. Why not? Some of the descriptions about this online are the idea that, like he wants to rebuild the Jedi Order, which is an interesting concept of having like this kid who's not really a full Jedi Knight wanting to rebuild it. Because I think but they say that his. Drive- but what drives him to? I, oh my God! We're actually explaining why the story's interesting right now. But but they haven't ex- do that. But they haven't ex- shown any of that in the game. All they've shown us in the game so far is he's on some planet. I don't know what it is. I should probably look it up. I don't want to because I'm lazy. It and might be Kashyyyk. No, that's that's the second. One. I mean, in the very first oh. trailer. Oh, it might be. Insert correct answer here. Braca. The game begins on, like, from what we can tell, begins on the planet of Bracca. Our main character, Cal Calrissian, is like he works for the Scrapper Guild. He's dismantling Venator class star destroyers for them later to be repurposed in the Rise of Skywalker. And yeah, while he's I'm doing this, lose it today. <laughs> and while he, while they're dismantling these Venator class star destroyers, one of his friends like falls off the platform, and he saves him from falling into a giant Sarlacc pit with the Force. That. That spills the beans on Cal Calrissian being a, a Jedi or Force user. He's forced to flee Bracca, and after that, all we know is he ends up on Kashyyyk. And based on the cover art for the game that was released, there's a couple other characters. And that's so. It. So here's my thing. You know, can 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 I pitch an inter- maybe more interesting story? Okay. Are you are you going to pitch a story? Or are you trying to figure out what this story is? A little bit, a little column A, a little column B. Um, one, I didn't know that that part in the trailer, like he actually does save them, but I guess he does. Maybe I don't know. He does. Um, well, I, I guess okay. He saves this little alien guy from the SAR. Like whether a stormtrooper then shoots the little alien guy, who knows? No, it's but there, he a probe droid that's floating around. That's I guess sees him. Well, I mean, okay, I'm just saying, though, he, he, he saves him from falling. Whether this little alien is executed after the fact is anyone's guess right now. Yes, your, friend's, your friend uses the Force powers. Let's kill you and then go after him. Well, that's what makes sense. They want to keep it a secret. They don't want anybody spreading the word, so that's what you do. You, you, you shoot people. It makes True. sense. Well, it's so cheap. Or blaster bolts are cheap. <laughs> I would Whatever. say laser bolts. <laughs> laser bolts are cheap. That was random. Alexa, Alexa, order me some uh, blaster bolts. The adjective random is usually defined as proceeding. What the crap is it doing? Oh no, the Alexa is becoming sentient. Sentient. I don't like this finish. (laughs) Alexa, stop. (laughs) No clue what happened. I don't know what registered it to turn on. Oh man, folks. Random. Skynet's becoming self-aware. Oh God, not again! Um, since we obviously fixed the prequel trilogy, yes, we did. Yep, 
Yes, we did. We, we fixed it perfectly. We, we put a nice bow on that. Um, let, let, let me try to just pitch an idea. Because this is something I've always wondered about. Were there just no Force users at the Jedi, like, were dismantled? Until Luke? Well, I don't think it's the issue of Force users. I think it's more of the idea of... You had Force users, but they kind of didn't know what to do with it. Because that's, that's, that's what the Jedi would do. But that would, would be do. an interesting story, is if you picked up on somebody... Who's like, I know I was supposed to be a Jedi. I know the Force chose me. And then follow their story of trying to rebuild the Jet. Like, they go out. They find their first lightsaber, build it. or Like, that would be cool to take it from somebody who's never even had training. And kind of, like, has to look around and find pieces of information to try to get stronger and get, you know, be, become a Jedi. That, that that would be something that I would love, and that would be an interesting story because that hasn't really been done before. And I I just feel like I mean yes, a Padawan learner who's you know kind of it, I, I guess we'll figure out why he he like how he survived or what was going on with him because I'm sure it's going to be something. And uh, I just it's it's been done before. And as much as, like I said, I want this game to be good, I've got to be realistic here and say, like, I wish they would have done something like this or something like that. Because, like I said, somebody who's never been a Jedi but knows that the Force is flowing through them would be super interesting to see because that's perspective we've never, never seen in the Star Wars universe. Like, not even, even Rey had that. Well, Ray. Well, Ray has is hinted to have gone through those sort of things, but we've never actually seen it. True. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. No, that sounds like a, that sounds like a more interesting content than we have here. I I'm just like, like I said. I but that requires that, that imagination, though. God forbid you have that in anywhere close to EA. Well, I don't think I don't blame EA for this because I I know whoever whoever I do. Like, Whoever's the creative lead on this, like Stieg Larson, or I don't know, it's it's some name like that. He's going around saying, like, there was an article. Ben Randerson. Sure, Stieg Larson. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme's going around saying something like, oh, I originally, like, like, when we had the idea for this game, Lucasfilm wasn't really receptive to it. And we had to, like, earn the right to, like, use a lightsaber in the game over, like, many months and show Lucasfilm that we cared. And I'm like, what sort of like not again? We like to blame EA for a lot of things, and don't get me wrong, they are to blame for a Whoa. nice portion. The director behind this is someone who worked on the God of War series. This game is like a is like a freaking like is like an albatross. I must wear around my neck is like a. I have to tread so carefully around this game because it's like if I start being mean to it, it's like. But it has so many elements of stuff you like. Why must you hate something you love? You 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 knowingly love. That's the just the director. The writer's some Aaron guy who. Uh, but that's that's what I'm talking about. The director of this, whoever the God of War guy, Steve Larson. Whatever, sure, whatever. Steve Larson. Um, somebody out there who's a book fan, it's like just like pounding their fist into a desk right now, being like, "That's not the person. He died many years ago." <laughs> uh, no, but like that's the thing though. It's like I wonder how much of this is Lucasfilm. Putting weird oh. sort of constraints on them. Like, just think about it. Like, uh, EA is licensing 
the video game rights. So Lucasfilm has to approve everything. So I wonder, like we, we, we laugh about like EA doing all these stupid things. And yes, EA is, is the, the parent company behind Respawn and DICE. But at the same time, I just wonder how much of this is like Lucas, like they do something and Lucasfilm's like, no, we don't like it like that. Okay. And whoever the developer is, whoever it is under the EA banner, okay, they fix it, come back, and Lucasfilm changes their mind again. It's kind of like the courage, the cowardly dog meme. When I forget what's her name, uh, oh god, the the uh, Muriel when she yeah, her, I, I, was, I was waiting for you to get there. I forget I, again for some reason she's like a little child and she like tells Kurt like, he's like, what do you want for dinner? Macaroni and cheese, and it's like, and he makes it for. Her. Too much macaroni. He does it again. And it just keeps going. I'll insert the clip of it here. Pulling a chapter from the Cinemonies book. This stinks. I hate it this way. What's wrong with it? Less cheese. More macaroni. Less macaroni. But I feel that's kind of what Lucasfilm does to a lot of these people. It'll be a weird book now with missing a chapter. <laughs> it's all right. The Cinemonides uh, book has many chapters pulled from it. And then inserted in random places. Oh, yeah. All throughout the library. Uh, but no, I, f- I wonder how much of this is this like Lucasfilm just doing dumb things and them just sitting there. Like, or whatever they fix again. I feel Lucasfilm is like becoming very reactive Again, I think it's, and we haven't really talked about this in any like meaningful way, but the idea too that like Star Wars movies are going like away for three years, like I think there's a lot to be read from that that nobody's talking about. That like, wow, Disney, the, the executives at Disney feel Star Wars is in such a place that it needs to go lick its wounds for three years. And I get it. Like we have Mandalorian, we have the Endor Calrissian series. Like I get that we're gonna have Star Wars content between now and uh, untitled Star Wars film twenty twenty two release. I know that, but the whole idea they feel Star Wars is in like I don't want to say rough shape, but the idea they feel that it has to kind of like go into like hiding for a while, much like Obi Wan and Yoda. It's it's weird. I think that's very telling that maybe. Maybe in a weird way, like video games isn't what Lucasfilm is concerned about. It's like, it, yes, Walt, the Walt Disney Company licensed the rights, but that's just because they were told to. So it's just, it's like many things Lucasfilm does. It's just not a priority for them. So they're either going to just leave it alone in the sense like they just don't care. So they're going to be very hands off, or they're going to micromanage it because they don't like it. They're going to micromanage it into oblivion. And again, that's just me thinking out loud. I have nothing to base that off of other than just the idea of the vibe I get from them as a company overall based on my uh, prior experience and how other companies operate in Hollywood and the entertainment business. But it's just – I don't know. There's something just off about Jedi Fallen Order. Like in a world – I think I just saw a thing today saying that like Fortnite is the number one like social media platform from kid, for kids like 7 to like 15. Um, then, I can say from experience with my kids, that is accurate. 
But that's why that, that's the point I'm trying to make, though, is that like you have Fortnite, which is what they call that singer a battle royale game. Yes, you have that, and Star Wars is is doing a exclusively single player campaign come come November. I, how much more out of touch can you get than that? And I know, but like, that's I know the thing. People, people like those or want the, like. Do I care about a battle royale game? No. And a prime example. Oh my gosh, I'm just going to keep beating this dead horse of a thing. Beat it, Zinger. So, I love Respawn. Do I play Apex Legends? Absolutely not. Because I'm like, <laughs> this is just Titanfall without the Titans. And it's a battle royale. It's just fall. At that point, it's just fall. Yeah. And that's the thing. It... That playing that game drove me to be like, I'm gonna go play Titanfall, and that's why I never touch it. No matter what innovation, no matter what it does, I want to play the game that it was kind of like that they basically went, "Hey, copy my homework, but um, don't make it obvious." Yeah, and I think that's. I'm not saying that like every like every trend or every uh, entertainment thing has to follow the trend because obviously everybody knows my opinion on the movies not doing that but it just it feels so stagnant like i'm not saying that you can't have a single player campaign but you gotta do something else with that otherwise it's like people like, i'd be willing to bet that by like i'm gonna mark my words folks you can put it in the bank that by black friday 2019 this is gonna be like a 20 dollar 30 dollar title it's gonna be like what happened to battlefield 5 i remember that game came out like what, the end of October? And then by like the middle of November, yeah. it's like $30. And yes, Battlefield 5 had its own issues. But it's the idea that it's just people, it's not the current thing. Like even the Call of Duty Battlefield models going out the window now. That's just because not Because the Battle Royale one. Exactly. And being go the, all the way. Being, being the new hotness. Ooh, don't touch it. <laughs> Get the SPF 20 out or 200. Yes. Uh, but it's just the, I, I was even thinking because now I have a PlayStation Four, and last year or when uh, Battlefront Two came out, I didn't. I was thinking like, oh, because I primarily play all my games on my Xbox One, and I was thinking like, oh, maybe I'll get Jedi Fallen Order for like the PlayStation, and maybe like I'll be able to play with Zenger or I don't it's know, not a multiplayer. You've but been that's tricked. A, well, not even multiplayer, but like it's a single player campaign. Like, there's no point. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, hook up our like, like, like hit, like, play at the exact same time and just play through the game together. Like, at the same while, point. Like, while what's the voice point? Chatting with the while pod, basically podcasting, but not recording it or recording it. But that, but that's the point I'm making, though. Is that like that's not exciting, though. Like you and I playing a single player game at the same time, but completely divorced from one another, isn't fun. It's kind of the equivalent of reading a book. It's like, it's not like we live in a very socially dynamic era. People are, we are constantly engaging with other people, either physically or digitally. And to do something that's so far removed from that. And this is one thing I do want to also bring up with this game is like star Wars battlefront two. Cause I still play battle. I still play battlefront two, like at least once a week. And they still, I, I know it was a big problem. Well, everybody thought it was a big problem in 2015. But even in 2017 Battlefront 2, you still cannot talk to people in matches unless you're like already in a chat with people. So it was interesting because Ellie actually brought up that they were like talking about a ton of stuff for Battle Battlefront 2. She's like, wait, that's still like Pete. And I'm like, yeah, Zach plays it. He seems like it. She goes, why don't you? And I'm like, I just haven't gotten back into it. Yeah, and that's 
Like, I, I told I get, you that there's a ton of stuff that's changed about it. Like, they've well, done a lot of work on it. Well, that's the okay. The, the I know we we've spent a couple episodes discussing Battlefront Two. We haven't really talked about it in, in at least a year. But I've been playing Battlefront Two for a while now because again, I don't like the last. I'm trying the last game I bought that was the last game I bought. The last game I bought, I think, was Titanfall Two. Hell yeah! Yeah, the last game I bought was Titanfall Two for the, like the Xbox One. And it Hell no! Like, it was six dollars. <laughs> it was like six dollars on eBay, and I figured, why not? No, I've been playing Battlefront 2 for a while, and a lot of the stuff they've been doing is like it's it's a lot of micromanaging again, where like they'll sit there just they'll they'll change like stupid things that don't matter. I think we talked about it a couple of months ago, like how yeah, they, like, they introduced Anakin. Change. Yeah, and he was just the most broken thing to ever <laughs> exist in Starkiller. He was like insanely overpowered. It was really don't be wrong, like it was like really fun to play with him because you were more or less unstoppable. And now they've like nerfed him beyond belief. To the point where people actually stoppable. Like, oh, he's more than that. Because the joke is now, like in like the subreddits, that Darth Vader is more powerful now than Anakin. Everyone's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. How can Vader, who's literally like encased in a plastic like suit, be more powerful than like like Anakin, who's like open and free? And it's like, whatever, man. I he's guess, embraced like, his hatred. Sure. This I guess what you have to do in this game. Well, that's the well, that's the thing I, I find interesting too about Battlefronts. Like they keep changing things. Like I'll be playing the game. Like I, I, the two modes that I play for the most now uh, are heroes and villains and extraction. Heroes and heroes and villains. Yeah, heroes and villains is pretty self-explanatory. But extraction is like you're trying to um get like co. I, I don't know. Like there's two maps. It's Tatooine and uh, Kessel. And obviously the Kessel one, you're trying to extract coaxium from the mines on Kessel, basically like reenacting the plot from Solo. It's a really fun game mode. I really like it a lot. Never mind, I am really great. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm phenomenal at it. That's a lot of fun. But like with heroes and villains, they just keep changing things. Like I like I used to have like when I first started playing the game, my best like hero villain character was Vader. Because Vader was like basically like like a tank. Like he had like an insane amount of health, and it took like, a lot to like knock him down. And then like they kept updating, updating, updating the game until like it became so annoying that he was no longer like he wasn't a powerful character anymore. So I had to like again, I had to change my character. I think I went to, um, I think I went then to Captain Phasma, and Captain Phasma had like some pretty cool abilities because like you'd be able to like place her like she has like a little like a turret. That like if, if people get too close, it shocks them and immobilizes them. So, and plus, it has like this turret also like on top of immobilizing people can like shoot them. Has like a, a detection, and then you can like shoot them with your blaster. And so like I'd use her, and then guess what? They like they cut down on like how often the little turret like immobilizes people, but they don't tell you any of this. They just randomly update the game. So you, so you'll be playing the game, you'll be like, wait, why isn't it working? Why am I like the night before have like a. Uh, Oh god, like a 4 to 1 kill death ratio Then the very next night I'm playing it, and I'm like 1 to 2 deaths And I'm like, like It's like, what happened? And they don't tell you, they just keep changing these things I can't count how many times I've switched from different Like characters, then I went to Aiden Aiden Versio had great like Stun ability, and they they nerfed that And they just keep nerfing things Like that's so, like they'll literally go from like character to character They'll nerf this character because people Are complaining Then they'll go to the next character because people start complaining And then like once they've nerfed all the characters They'll go back to the first character and nerf them again And it's just a constant thing Of just like watering down everything And they'll just keep updating it They don't don't warn you So unless you like follow developers notes on Reddit 
or like the forums, like the EA forums, you have no idea. Never mind. What the hell? Like, how do you even make sense? Like, oh, Iden's stun ability has been changed from 0.32 seconds to 0.25. How do you mentally compensate for that unless you're actually physically playing the game? And and that's what makes me. I know Dice is uh, Dice does the Battlefront stuff and respawns doing Jedi Fallen Order, but they are still like managed by the same executive team. And that's what's so weird about this is that I don't get. Like, they're getting, like, like Zenger said, there's. No, I even checked right now while we're recording. There's no DLC announced for this. Maybe they'll come at um, uh, uh, D23, the Disney convention in August. Maybe there'll be some sort of panel about the Star Wars video game. Or video games, but it's I I don't know. Like I'm really honest to, honest to say, like I'm not gonna like buy this when it first comes out. Just wait two weeks, buy it for thirty dollars, and then resell it for like ten. Because there's gonna be no point to this. And, and if you do want, and if you plus two, like not to be cynical, but we could just sit there like wait like after the first like twenty four hours this game is out, and just like watch the cutscenes on YouTube. It's gonna be the same thing. Except for then you don't have the corner action of playing the five minutes in between each cutscene. <laughs> Thank you. You took the words right out of my mouth. I tried. I but that, that's what I mean, though, Zenger. It's like you don't want to be cynical about these sort of things. But again, I'm spending $60 of my hard-earned money, and I'm going to get like a 10-hour experience out of it. But playing a character who's not that interesting and while using gameplay that was better 10-plus years ago. Literally. Like, think about it. Like, imagine, like, you show, like, you, you take, like, uh, an eight-year-old Star Wars fan that knows how to play console games, and you're like, hey, little Johnny or Janie, which would you rather play as? Darth Vader's secret apprentice that's, like, secretly, like, uh, helps create the Rebel Alliance with, with Princess Leia and all these other characters? Or do you want to play as generic white guy? 247. But am I, am I wrong, Zanger? Like, on paper, like, we have to do one of those things like we did with the Venator class Star Destroyer versus, like, a girlfriend. We should do that for Jedi Fallen Order and the Force Unleashed. It's like, play as Darth Vader's secret apprentice. It's like, help create the Rebel Alliance. Face all, like, like practically destroy Darth Vader and do all these things. Then, like, Jedi Fallen Order, play as a guy, wield a lightsaber. Do things you already did 11 years ago. Re rebuild the Jedi Order. Current status of the Jedi Order after this game. <laughs> Non-existent. <laughs> but, because I, I know, I, I think they released some, like, pre-order bonus stuff. And that, was, like, that's actually, it's different hilts. It's, hold yeah. on, I'll, I'll look it up. Because I'm like, colors. that's actually interesting. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. But it doesn't do anything, though. Just a hilt. What it's, difference does it make? It's aesthetic. Um, orange blade, two different hilts, your robot's gold, your robot's red, your ship's red, concept art behind the scenes. Woohoo! I know. I gotta hold you back, Zach. I, I, I want, again, I, I want to play this game, but I feel like... Oh, this... wait, there's a typo in this thing. <laughs> Uh-oh, where's the typo, Zanger? Pick up the pieces of your shattered past to complete your training. Develop new powerful force abilities. Yeah, there's the typo right there. What's powerful the force abilities. Uh. Should be new force abilities. Obviously not Star Killer powerful. I think that's more of a misnomer than is a typo. It's both. <laughs> 
This is why I really. This is why I really wish we had like Blockbuster because it'd be a great title to like rent on a Friday night and return it Sunday night. Well, if I remember correctly, GameStop's doing some weird crap with um. Oh, are they? With like, don't quote me on this because I remember it, but I'm not like 100. percent Oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking. Okay, go on. I think I know. What yeah, you're it's talking where about. like you can buy a game, and you can return it to get like full store credit, like yeah, full. It- but it's only select games, I think, or something. I don't know. Well, I think I think it's also like a yearly subscription service. You, you have to like buy like you. Have, it's like I don't know. It has like one of those names, like GameStop Plus or something, where you yeah. have to like buy it, like buy a year's worth, and then you can do that. Yeah, I, I saw. I so saw. I remember the first endorsement for it. Game to do it was a uh, buy. I mean, de- de- uh, Days Gone. Like you could buy it, and then as long as you trade it back in or returned it in seven days, like you got like. But it's like you could pay cash and technically you just could store credit back. And the difference between the deluxe edition and the regular edition pre-orders is you get the red robot and red ship. <laughs> That's Still definitely the, worth an extra 20 bucks. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, is that the yeah, but, actual price difference? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It's 60. And they do that with Battlefront. They, EA does that with all their games. The, the, the regular edition is 60 and the deluxe is $20 more. Uh, no, actually, you are incorrect, sir. It is ten dollars more. Oh, really? Yep, sixty nine ninety nine. Oh, okay, ten bucks. Still not much for ten bucks. I mean, I I, I like that orange lightsaber. It's kind of cool. <laughs> well, I don't even because sometimes the deluxe edition they let you play it like what three days early. Like they'll be it'll come out on Tuesday instead of Friday. Sure. Does this, isn't that what happened? That happened with like what I think. Um, they all do that. All the major like AAA titles do that. Like, but you buy I don't know about to like, be red. I guess we should talk about that. We're going to have another droid sidekick in this. Okay. <clears throat> a droid sidekick that has the Chewbacca issue of, like, the protagonist can understand him. Of course, you as the player can't. So, yeah. That's a thing. Uh, clearly, Lucasfilm is riding the uh, droid sidekick thing hard right now. Between so, B- BD, what BD One, Do, BB Eight. So, so here's my thing. I want to point out real quick. So, he has to have that droid sidekick so that he can talk to the droid and explain his, you know, and also so he can hack into stuff and yeah. do that. It's I mean, a plot wouldn't, device. Wouldn't it be cool if he, you know, had a robotic arm that he could do it himself. Oh, how yeah. am I just coming up with better ideas? Well, that's that's a weird one though because that's a little too. Oh god, having an arm that can like splice things—that's a clever idea. But if if the arm was like the robot, like it's something to where like there's an AI that like. That's too arm? weird. That's that's too weird. I, I know what you're getting at. I think it's an interesting idea, but I think they. I, they I'm they consider- I'm trying to make it to where it works technically in. I in the Star I, Wars mythos to where it's not too far out there, but out there enough to where it's a unique and interesting thing. But, I, again, I, that's an interesting idea that I would have no problems with. But that sounds like an idea that, like, like Lucasfilm would say, no, that's too weird. We're not doing that. No. Then that's why I need to go find a ton of weird Star Wars stuff. So if they're like, that's too, I'll be like, nope, nope, nope. This. I think it's a cool idea, but I don't. That feels like something they would they would have that would be like no. And I think that's a what Lucas feel like. That's the fun thing about like George Lucas versus what's going on right now is that like if you had an interesting idea or if it was a zany idea, George Lucas would be like, go for it. 
What's the worst that can happen? Whereas now, every, again, everything is so concerned about protecting the canon, making sure nothing, not offends as in like politically correct offends anyone, but like, because it's so weird. Like, you'll see people online being like, that's not how the Jedi should work. That's not how force powers work. I'm like, who that's the hell not are the you? Jedi way. I'm exactly. Yay, I got there. And that's the weird thing. Or, that's the thing that's so peculiar about people now in the fandom is that like somehow like the canon has become more of a priority over interesting stories and interesting plot elements. It doesn't matter if the game is boring as long as it fits in with everything else. And that's and again, I think it's another element of the MCU bug bleeding into this. It doesn't matter how boring the movie is as long as it connects with the other pieces. And I, th- you know, I think this game is this game's going to be the Ant-Man, the Wasp of Star Wars. It's not going to be bad. It's just going to be like bland. It's just going to be a thing. Like, like we're going to we're going to buy the game sometime in November. We'll do an episode on it. It'll be like it was all right. It'll be like an hour of us saying, meh. Like, remember that part when that happened? Yeah, that was cool, I guess. Remember that part when he had the yellow lightsaber? Yeah, huh? Yeah. And that's what's going to be. It's just going to be one of the fun like, part. I'm going to say this ahead of time for everyone. I'm just going to replay um, Force Unleashed if this game's just kind of just isn't doing it for me. So I look forward to replaying Force Unleashed this November. But I guess what could like again? I, I don't know how much more we want to talk about this, but it's the I. But I want to ask you: Is there anything this game could do? To excite you or like really disenfranchise, like cause you to turn it off? Um, the fact that this game has continued, I'm sure I'm going to find out some other stuff that this game is going to continue to be like, I'm not joking. The bane of my existence and the fact of it's everything that could go right with a game, but yet I have to sit here and be like, it's not what I want it to be like the own. Okay. Let's, let's, um, let's think they get, uh, Sam Whitward or whatever his name is the voice. Um, the he's he's actually voicing the character too. Sure. Why not? I, I I'm just thinking of other ways to get this to where it is like the ultimate zinger should love this game, and I'm just meh on it instead. But I don't think you can. Your like sidekick's this game. a porg. <laughs> it's not a robot in the end. It's actually a porg. There you it go. has a lightsaber. And and oh boy! Constantly, you're constantly running into star destroyers, not in space. <laughs> you just can't get off the planet. It's just it's a blockade around the planet. Yes, but just in the air, like right above, you can touch it. Oh man, ultimate game. <laughs> also, <laughs> ten out of ten stars. Ten out of ten, easily. Yeah, that's like. <sighs> I really again. I, I don't. I'm not saying like I'm pessimistic about this, but it just feels like there's nothing to get excited about. Like I want to play it, but it's like, oh, okay. Like like when November fifteenth comes around, it'll, like I'll be fun. But think about it. Just three. I, I guess another question or another element to look at this will be: this comes out three days after the Mandalorian. Which is Italian. Well, maybe. But my question is: come that weekend. In the Star Wars community, what do you think we'll be talking about more? Jedi Fallen Order or The Mandalorian? Mandalorian? That is the correct answer. 
No one's going to care about Cal Calrissian and his stupid little dog robot. No one's going to care about that. We're going to have the Mandalorian, and we're going to have all. We're going to have the Star Wars TV series that George Lucas has been promising us for the last fifteen years finally happen. And if that thing even is a quarter as good as what they're making it out to be, that thing is going to blow all of our expectations out of the water. And this thing is going to be sitting there. It's going to be not that it's going to be forgotten. And what do you think too? Lucasfilm isn't deliberately coordinating all this. Or Disney for that matter In the sense of that, that they Not that they want to drown one out over the other But why would you release these things Within three days It here's just my, feels weird Here's my thing that I'm trying to um, Wrap my head around God there is a lot of videos Recently about um, Wow Um I'm not going to say what thing this is, but um, it's the video is titled Jedi Fallen Order. Finally, a good Star Wars game? Question mark. I don't get that. Well, I think a lot of people, I think, yes, you're right. I have seen a couple of those videos on YouTube. It's like recommended things to look at. And I think the reason why people are saying like good, like the first good Star Wars game question mark. A lot of people who are growing up with Star Wars now, the ones that were introduced to Star Wars through the Clone Wars, the 2008 series, they're now like 10 years old or even ones that were born like in 2000 and that really didn't really start playing any Star Wars games until like 2012 with the Lego ones. I think a lot of people don't realize Which that we're not talking about that, by the way. What do you mean? The Star Wars saga. The Skywalker saga. That's what I meant. That's what I said. <laughs> You know what the weird thing is? The weird thing is that that game is probably to get more attention and positive feedback than this is. Because it's Lego and it's Star Wars. Like those those things are like. But how many times can we see this the original trilogy played out in in Lego form? Well, I guess this is the last time because this is they're making it the complete like the whole thing. So I'm like, Uh they really couldn't Uh do it again. Oh yeah, huh? and that's what they all said when they. I remember. I remember. I bought the first one when it came out, like in March of two thousand five, and then like, oh, then like a year later, they did, like they did like the prequel trilogy, and they did the original trilogy, then they did a complete saga, then they did like the HD remaster, then they did the Force Unleashed or the Force Awakens version, and it's like, how many times are we going to get the exact same story pl- to be played in Lego form? It's like, oh dear lord, like I get there's a market for this, but like enough. But going back to the comment about the people saying like this is the best Star Wars game, I think you have a lot of people who just uh, youngins, people that were born during the turn of the century. Say. Yes, youngins. And I think that's what it is. There's a lot of people out, a lot. Of, ugh, I don't want to say kids, but kids for a lack of a better word, or the mentality of kids who just don't know that there were like there's things that happened before they were born. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that. I, I okay, I can make sense of this, I guess, in this in this regard. Um, I know people that, that hate the force awakens, like hate it. They're like, it's ridiculous. The guy's overpowered. It's just, it's not fun to play that way. So if this is supposed to be a more traditional, like you're not like ridiculous. Some people might attune to that better and like it more. So people would rather play a fantasy video game where you're more grounded than than a character that can actually do more things. Well, I guess something to where it's it's more realistic within the universe that the rules have set up. 
but that, I mean, that, that goes back to the same issue I said though. People are more concerned with continuity than they are with a, with a gameplay experience. That's what this stupid continuity thing is driving me nuts. Yes, is it fun to go from one movie to the other and it follows the continuity? Sure, but where this weird sort of just everything has to click properly or else we reject it. It's like no, make a fun game. Like, like I don't care what you have to do, but I, I hate that people actually think that way. Continuity is valued over content or the experience. And now you're getting into what happens in Marvel Comics most of the time. And, and technically DC Comics has that issue too, to where it's like, what, what drives the story? It's continuity. It doesn't matter if it's interesting as long as it's, it connects to everything else. Yes, we make everything connect, make it a thing. Yeah, I guess that's something too. Like, and we'll get into this maybe a couple of weeks from now. But it's kind of like what happened with... Uh, Oh god, the um the the the, the X Men movie, Dark Phoenix, and everybody's like crapping on it. Like, this this continuity makes no sense. I'm like, who cares? It's a movie. No, no, none of the um X Men continuity makes any sense, and that's just something you have to like, I guess, go Except. with. Yeah, the only important continuity to the X Men movies is the movie that came prior to it. Yeah. Like, as long as it vaguely enough connects to that continuity, it just moves along. I don't know if I agree with that 100%. But yeah, for the most part, it's like, I don't know. I, I can't, I swear, it's another, it's fallout from the stupid Marvel thing where continuity is just everything. And uh, I wish people would just appreciate something for just like, let something be interesting in its own like vacuum. Like, not everything needs to sit there be compared to something else. And I guess maybe even we're guilty of that as comparing this game to The Force Unleashed. But it's the idea of you want, like, I just want a novel game. Like, I want something just not, I want to say different, like, not as much as, like, I want from the movies, but it's like, make a fun game. Like, no, does Cal Calrissian have to be the most, like, overpowered edgelord character ever? No, I'm not saying that. But this game just reeks of, of we've been here before. Like, I know there's a mediocrity. I don't want to say mediocrity because I haven't played it yet. I don't want to give it, but from everything that they're showing, there's no reason for me to assume it's anything different than what we've seen prior. Like, I know that we've talked about that game, uh, Operation Ragtag, where you could be like a bunch of like smugglers trying to do something. Like, that sounds like a fun game. A bunch of like bounty hunters and smugglers coming together who would never normally like, like associate with each other, like join together to be like involved in a heist. That sounds like a lot of fun. Like we've never had that before in a Star Wars game. Like you said, Zenger, think of all the possibilities we could have for a Star Wars game. Yet we're doing something we've like the whole idea that even like the comparison could be invited. That alone should be a warning sign. Somebody like like Pitchman Zenger in the pitch meeting for this should have been like, haven't we already done this before? Like in yeah. two thousand like seven. Well, no, it's it this this is hands down that meme where it's you know. The, the the people like someone the, it's got the boss like banging down a desk like we we need ideas for Star Wars or something, and then it's um and then it's the three people the the two people saying something that's just going along with you know what everyone else is saying, and then the third guy says something that's actually unique and interesting. It shows him getting thrown out the window. It's that mean. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but no, I mean I, like I said, I I would just change that this guy wasn't a Jedi Padawan. That he's just someone who felt his connection with the Force. Because, I mean, it doesn't change that much then with the story, in my opinion. But my issue is not the... My, my issue is less the story and but more just that, the That makes play. it... I mean, does... 
true but i was about to say if that 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 makes it unique and something that i would be more interested to be like that's kind of cool like th- this guy knows that he has a connection to the force and is trying to seek it out because then you don't have to explain how he survived order 66 it's just he wasn't a jedi he was somebody who the jedi might have missed in their whole you know let's find force force sensitive kids it's just somebody they missed and I think that would make it more, uh, like I said, I mean, I'm sorry for doing a better job at Star Warsing than Star Wars does sometimes, but it's just, <laughs> it it is a curse, not a gift, people. But it so. makes you wonder, did maybe Respawn have that in mind, and then Lucasfilm puts the brakes on that? I, because uh, you think about it, because I, I, if I, they I, did, the, it would be like, what reason? Because Why? I saw, you saw the article with the guy Steve Larson from God of War. Originally, Lucasfilm wanted them to do a game involving like bounty hunters, and they were like, "No, we want." Oh, video you game mean Star lightsaber. Wars three one three? I guess I. <laughs> well, that's another yeah, one that canceled you... game. Well, even that would be like I know that game looked like. And more and more I think about that game, I don't know why people this like are so fixated on it because it looked like Star Wars bounty hunter from two thousand two mixed with Gears of War. It just yeah. it just looked just like that. that. That was a period in time in games too, by the way. Oh, everything was a third person cover based shooter. Yeah, because Gears of War became like this thing, and everyone's like, "Let's just do it." Well, it's easy. It's 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 like a really lazy form of like game developing because all you need to do is just basically like design the characters, and the mechanic is just there. It's like an off the shelf like mechanic for like like building a game. Not that it's a bad mechanic, but I mean, it's, it's just kind of was like everything did it for a while. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we should point out too uh, the, the idea of villains in this. We haven't talked about the villains other than just like generic. Do you, like, do you fight Vader? I was going to ask you that question. Uh, I was Vader have, make an appearance. Much like how I've said with Boba Fett, now I have the feeling that think about it, we have not really seen Vader, and I'm not talking about his comic. His comic's his own thing. His comic doesn't really. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. But it's, that doesn't really kind of like intersect with anything in the sense of it's not like like think about the amount of people that if you took all the people who read the Vader comic, you'd be lucky if you could fill a phone booth with them all. Also, you'd be lucky to find a phone booth. <laughs> that as well. But the point I'm trying to make is they're kind of doing with Vader now what they did, what they're currently still doing with Boba Fett. They're keeping Vader like on ice because we really haven't seen Vader in any sort of meaningful way. Since what? Rogue One? Or no? No, we haven't seen anything meaningful with Vader since his duel with Ahsoka at the end of Rebels Season 2. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he still has his comic, which is controversial because they keep, I swear, just... Let's put in weird crap. Actually, there, I just need to just hand him the Vader comic if I'm, like, making an idea. And they're like, that's too weird for Star Wars. And be like, um, you let everything happen in this. But that's that's the one thing I gotta give the comics credit for, though, based on my very limited understanding and knowledge of them, is that the comics are where you go, like they let people do the weird stuff. That's where I really like that stuff in Star Wars. Like I said, it's my argument. But can you imagine that if they st- like, I know, like in the Vader comic, which I think is over now, like the official like Vader comic, like he's trying to like resurrect, eh, he's trying to resurrect Padme through like all these different means on Mustafar. And I think that's really cool. It's like, like, a, like a story, but like, you can't put that on Disney XD. 
You couldn't put that on the Disney streaming service. Oh God, they ever made a movie out of that? Out of Vader trying to resurrect his dead wife. People would have a problem with that for whatever reason. And that's again, that's where you, you got to get the comics. You credits. would not have this issue if you did the the prequels that me and Zach came up with. <laughs> Reference episode, whatever here. Yes. But to answer your question about Vader, the cynical side of my brain says yes, but the practical part of my brain says no. I think they're going to keep Vader at us. He might show up as like a hologram because I know the main like antagonist in this game is one of the uh, Inquisitors. Like I think it's like the second sister. Yes, it's the second sister. I think we might get a sequence of the second sister like talking to Vader through like a uh, communicating device. We might see Vader in that sense. But I don't think we're going to see Vader like in the flesh interacting with Cal Calrissian. Because I feel that it would be too close to, once again, it would be too much like um, Force Unleashed. Well, yeah, like, of, of course. Uh, but at that point, though, I think it's like, okay, it's the idea of you're already nine tenths of the way there. So why not just go the extra step? You're really so you face the emperor the, instead. Well, I guess that's my question to you, Zanger. Like you, like the Inquisitor. That's the weird thing about this game. They've made the second sister the big bad of this game, or at least that's what they're implying. Who knows? And it's like, are the Inquisitors even really threats? Like we've seen how many of them die now in the continuity. They're not threats. They can they can be defeated rather easily. So like, what sort of threat do they pose? And how many times can we see Cal Calrissian either escape them or fight them off enough to escape that they're not a threat anymore? Like, think about it. Imagine if you imagine if you played The Force Unleashed and every single level ends with you fighting Vader and you either repel Vader or escape, and that happens five or six times. By the time you get to the final battle, it's like, who the hell cares? Like, this person's not a threat. And that's yeah, why... That's right. I, Vader isn't a threat. <laughs> but I have to wonder though Do you think they're going to do Because considering this is original trilogy era stuff Do you think we'll get something like Boba Fett Or some, something like, like A very established No because they did that in They did that in The Force Unleashed too. No but that, that was that was a cutscene That doesn't really that, that, That's barely a moment in that that's, bar- that's barely And most people don't remember that game People remember the first one but nobody played that second one I did I bet you did. I, I remember I was at Star Wars Celebration when they made the huge announcement that a certain character is in the game. Uh, announcement they had actually made months before. So I was like, <laughs> I don't get why this is a thing. You guys mentioned it earlier. It's just apparently no one cared. So you're like, well, let's re-mention it. Yeah, that sounds the, right. And the character, by the way, was Yoda. He had all of nothing going on in that game of just being there to be like, hey, I'm Yoda. He's just on a log. Tells him stuff. But do you think, like, okay, because I know they've said that they're, they're going, what, to, what's the plant called? The one from Clone Wars where they fought Pong Krell? Yes. I forget the name of that planet. Uh, Kashyyyk, uh, Min, no, that's the sand planet. Oh, it just keeps, sh- oh, okay, the sand, okay. Uh, M-Y-G-E-E-T-O, and then Umbar? Umbar? Umbar. Bar, yeah, and, and uh, my Guido, yeah, yeah, that's what it lists as um, on Wikipedia as worlds that are, as well as creating new worlds and chances to and characters to explore. Interesting. 
But I guess the final question, though, I want to ask you is that do you like? Do you think besides Saw Guerrera, do you think we're gonna get any other like? I guess legacy characters. Are we gonna see like? Is Han Solo? Is is all an Aaron Mike Han Solo gonna show up? Are we gonna see no. Boba Fett? Are we gonna see? Well, like, there I was know. that Wookiee. I was like, is that Chewbacca? God damn it, is that Chewbacca? Are we going to see how Chewbacca we, got captured guess, by the Empire? Well, I have to ask you, do we even know the timeline? Do we know what year this set is set in? Besides, like, original trilogy era. They haven't given a year, have they? It set in the Star Wars universe certainly after episode three. Oh, okay, so maybe. maybe. Oh, so you think maybe we'll get a Chewbacca appearance in this? Well, you, you did see in the gameplay trailer it showed a Wookiee with Saul Guerrero's people. Do you think we're going to see Maul in this as a crime lord? Like, we know, think about by the events of Oh, Rebels, man, you Maul just might was... have revealed something. What? What if Maul's the big baddie you have to face? I don't Which know. Make I th- sense. Because look at it this way, though. Like, like we have to look at this game the way they, they're, they're selling it as uh, Cal Calrissian is trying to rebuild the Jedi Order. If he's trying to rebuild the Jedi Order, where would he go? Like, like, like if you're trying if you're trying to rebuild the Jedi Order post Revenge of the Sith, where would you be going? What are important places in Star Wars that we know as of now that you would want to go to? Are we gonna end up maybe on Octo? Maybe Cal Calrissian will be the person that establishes where that is, so Luke finds it like forty something years later. Oh, you mean like all that stuff that got set up in um, Battlefront Two that's never really been looked at or anything? That's what I mean. Could there be something? Maybe Cal Calrissian goes to Jack Who. I don't know. Just I'm just I'm spitballing here. I I think there's something to this game. I think the reason why we don't know is I think about it, the game comes out in what uh, five months, and yes. we still don't know that much. We know much more about games coming out next tw- next year than we do about this thing. All right, here's my question. Like honestly. Do are you going to buy this game? Is this something you're interested in? Uh, it it yeah oh yeah I, well, I have to buy the game because this is a Star Wars podcast and we review Star Wars things on this Star Wars podcast. But if you were not okay, yes, because I'm 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 a whore for Star Wars. I am. It's like my only thing though is that like considering that now I'm an adult and I can't just go to my parents and be like, buy me this game. Like now that I have to spend my own money and like, oh, there's other things I want to spend my money on. I'm genuinely tempted that maybe I'm gonna hold off until like Cyber Monday and then buy it for thirty dollars, which I know will happen because they're gonna want people to play this game before uh, Rise of Skywalker comes out. And plus, that's just what EA does. They they cut their games by fifty percent after Black Friday. I, I'm tempted to do that. But like, let's say if you buy it like day one, and you're like Zach, you have to buy this game. It's great. Then maybe I'll be a little bit more inclined. Or maybe there's some really good pre-order bonuses. Like it came out today. I think GameStop had like an action figure that was like their exclusive, like like item. If you buy it through them, I think you have to pay extra for it. But like it was the, like if you buy it through GameStop, you get this figure. And then I found, I think it was Yak Face today that the collecting site like posted, oh, the figure you're gonna get in this most likely will be a shared exclusive and it'll be available at like other like like geeky outlets. Like not like the Targets or Walmarts, but like other like places where you can get like geek merchandise, like uh Barnes and Noble, like like those sort of channels. So like there goes that initial like that sort of like like push to get the game early. And I get I, I guess like I I will get it eventually. But this really feels like a game that, like, if I could rent it for a weekend, like, I might sign up for a game. What's it called? Gamefly. Yeah. This yeah, sounds that's like still a thing. 
if that's still a thing. That sounds like something, again, I, I might sign up for a trial for that. Just get it, get it like for a weekend, play it, and then be like, okay, I'm good. Because I spend $60 on a campaign that I'm going to play once. Just like, it's just, it's a matter of practically speaking. It's like, it's going to sit in my closet and collect dust. Well, and that's it. At least with Battlefront 2, no, Battlefront 2 has its problems. And it's always had problems. And they seem to be making the, like, every step, two steps forward, two steps back with that game. At least I can pick it up. And there's other things to do than just play like a single player story. Like, that's right. Even though it might be like even silly, I wish there was some like multiplayer aspect to this. Not like like super duper multiplayer like Battlefront Two, where you have like oh god, like nine different like modes or like multiplayer modes, but something just like a little bit of like icing on the cake to give it a little bit more something to do after you've beat the campaign. You mean like all the replayability? Uh... <laughs> like all the replayability of the Force Unleashed Two? I actually did play about. There was just something like certain levels. There was just something satisfying about just going around. Singer, how many times have you played the Force Unleashed two? Like fully played it? Yes. How much, did you buy that game new when it came out, or did you wait for like a sale? Oh heck yeah, I got the special edition and everything. Oh, you have the key. I forgot you have the keychain version. Yeah, somewhere. Even though my Xbox but, is weird and I can't access any of the content anymore. But is that when you were working at GameStop? Yes. So you got it for like what? Probably like what? Twenty percent off? Fifteen. Okay. But so. still, you you didn't spend like the eighty dollars for it. No. And that okay. Case in point. Like I said, I I, mean, I, I want to know more about this. Like, like I, the jury is still out for me. But based on what I'm seeing, this is leaning more toward like a rental than it's like with Battlefront Two, where I was genuinely excited to play Battlefront Two. This is kind of like I want to do it. But it's it's I'm not gonna just like hand over sixty bucks without a second so, thought. So here's my thing. The reason I brought up the thing earlier that we if we may go back to it, the whole um you know, are you buying this game out of anything other than it's Star Wars, I need to buy it. The reason I asked that is because I mean, yeah, I'm gonna get this game, but am I excited for it? Is it something I wanna play immediately? Nothing I've seen has been like, I need to play this right now. Like, I seriously might consider waiting a little bit. Okay. Because I'm like, I mean, unless Zach's like, you have to get this game so we can discuss it or review it or something, mm -hmm. which then I might just cheat and look on YouTube. <laughs> but it's like, nothing drives me is driving me to get this. Like, I mean, the story seems cool, but it's like, I, I could wait on it. It's something if I sat on it for a month or two. I could get it for cheaper. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what, what harm would that cause? Nothing. I agree with you. And considering I, that there's going to be so much star Wars content, like just hitting us at the end of the year, it doesn't seem like this is something that like has to be covered immediately. Yeah. From what I've seen of this game, it looks cool. It's something I definitely want to play. It's something I'm interested in, but it's not something that is day one for me. Mm -hmm. The pre-order bonus is nice, but there's ways of getting that stuff. Yeah, I agree. So, that's my conclusion. <laughs> All right. So, are we ready to uh, wrap this up? Yes. All right. We, we, there's there's other stuff in Star Wars we could talk about, but that's that's for another week. We're, clo we're closing the book on Jedi Fallen Order for right now. For right now, until I yell about it next week. So concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out the Facebook group. 
Type Knights of Vader into Facebook and you will find us waiting there for you. Find us on Instagram at KOV Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to Anna Superiority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. For questions, comments, concerns, or snide remarks, contact me, Zach, at Cinemodies on Twitter. And you can also hear me on the Cinemodies podcast. We'll be discussing pure Cinemodies this month. We'll be discussing all sorts of movies, but because I have no idea when this episode's going out, you can hear us talk about something like Under the Skin or Annihilation with Natalie Portman or Nothing But Trouble with Dan Aykroyd or even Peter Jackson's Dead Alive slash Brain Dead. So uh, check it out. If you like weird movies, check out Cinemodies. We can definitely scratch that itch for you. But if you want some more nerdy topics, we've got the Zeng This podcast. Where Zenger, what's going on in the world of Zeng This? E3 coverage, depending on when this episode airs. Probably okay. E3 coverage once again. Um, we're working on the Turtles Meet Batman thing as well. Like there's there's always something nerdy going on over at Zingness. All right, Zinger, what's our moment of Zang? Uh, apparently, just put Keanu Reeves in everything. Yeah, uh, we're in the Keanu sense. Yes, um, I, I saw a meme today, and it made sense. Um, it was a thing. It was like the hand, like had the text over it, that said Chuck Norris passing the keys over to the other hand that said Keanu Reeves, and I'm like, I like it. You can dig it. I can dig it. Like Keanu Reeves is like the the like savior that this this like the the internet world needs in my opinion. So, yeah. By the way, that is not a subtle um, Matrix reference. That is just straight up me saying that. Alrighty, Sanger. Until next week, good night, but not goodbye. But, But it is goodbye for this week. Okay, okay, it seems like everything is uh back to normal. Woot, as the kids say. Woot, woot. All right.